0: Welcome to episode six of the Flow Ninja Podcast. Jody Dean's Flow Ninja Podcast, bringing you comedy, consciousness, creativity, natural health and well-being. Hi, it's me, Jody Dean. If you don't know me, I'm a body, mind, spirit coach and mentor. I also call it spiritual coaching. I'm a speaker, an actor, a digital marketer and content creator and I make videos, I'm a YouTuber and I'm an author as well as making podcasts. In this episode I talk to Ajay Rajani, five rhythms teacher and general amazing all-round dude. (laughs) We talked about a lot of different topics uh close to our hearts embodiment uh, movement obviously as well as natural health which we both share a keen interest in um ajay's a profoundly interesting personality and um i am really honored to have had him here it's been a real pleasure had him in to have this conversation so uh I'm sure you'll enjoy this interview as much as I did. Also, just a shout out for Patreon. Um, It's a way that you can support this podcast and uh, help me continue to uh, have these conversations with great people and minds. And uh, just go to patreon.com forward slash flow ninja to support. All right. So without further ado, here is Ajay Rajani. So, oh, hi, AJ. AJ. Or is it
1: Ajay? I never quite... Um, the English, yeah, the English pronunciation, I suppose is AJ, kind of growing up in, in, in London, but uh, Indian pronunciation is Ajay. 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 Nice,
0: <laughs> yeah. I kind of knew that, but I have heard it said both ways, but I somehow I default to AJ for sure. some reason. Yeah, I, I suppose I have, like some like people have a couple of names
1: or different versions of their own name like Joe and Joseph or Joe and Jody,
0: I don't know, but AJ and AJ. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do for, for the listeners? Mm. You know, I know kind of have an idea about what you do, but I'd like you to kind of ask the question of what you do and, and who who you are, mm. who you feel you are. Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, I'm I'm a five rhythms teacher I, I teach a, um, a an embodiment a meditation practice called the Five Rhythms, and that's primary, primarily what I do. And um, I have a, a couple of other things also I'm involved in. A couple of other projects that I work on, um, and I'm a father uh, as well, which I'm, I suppose my my a smile naturally comes, mm. and uh, uh, also a son and a brother and um, uh, yeah, I'm Ajay <laughs> or AJ <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. and yeah, I mean, obviously I've met you mm. through dancing the five rhythms or movement medicine um, at the, the weekly um, class that's in uh, Vauxhall currently and I think that's I think that's the first place I met you, yeah I think so yeah, yeah, and i've uh, been very impressed and loved your your sessions that you've led thank you yeah, in fact, I think I felt so yeah so kind of moved that i i, I, I I called you up one day and said, you know, that was an amazing session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, wanted you to know that. Yeah. And other people, you know, speaking to other people afterwards, they they were saying how how great the session was. And I was like, God, I wonder if Ajay knows this, you know. So just, like, let me call him up and tell him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I remember that now. Just came that memory came flooding back. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me here on this podcast as well. I feel very blessed to be able to, um, yeah, share share who I am and and um, and, and sh- share my passion for the for the practice called the Five Rhythms and it's something I absolutely love. And I'm really happy that people can feel good during and after, and, um, yeah, long may it continue.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm, I've, um, you know, I discovered it a long time ago, and it's been a very empowering practice for me. Um, wondering when, yeah, when did you discover it? How did you come into it? Mm. Um,
1: discovered it around 2009, um, dancing, uh, or, or just... Uh, I was practising um, a seated meditation practice since 2004 called Vipassana, as taught by um, uh, S.N. Goenka, these mm. 10-day courses... Yeah,
0: Goenka. Yeah, yeah, that
1: are all over the world now, and um, had quite a... Um, quite, uh, 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 spiritual awakening or or a moment in my life where uh something radically shifted and and um found this course and uh from that point it led me to uh 2009 where I wanted to almost find a way of taking the, the the practice that I had on the mat um in in pure stillness and silence to like some something that's off the mat through movement mm. and i just in a random conversation with somebody at a, a like a one day vipassana course they, they just said have you tried the five rhythms and i was like no what is that and they kind of described it and i was like wow that sounds really cool you know i've only danced while drinking or while trying to pick up mm. you know and, and it was almost like i i really remembered dancing and and moving my body and really enjoying it to music and and Hadn't done it in a in a in a, in, a, in a sort of a conscious maybe I don't know if that's the right word but in in, a, in an environment where there's no uh, alcohol and and you know it's not a disco or a club whatever mm. so I went to a class and and I just absolutely loved it it was a, a just um, it was just this random class on a Friday night. Um, and absolutely loved the, the the feeling that I received and just the freedom I got and just the fun, you know, exactly. mm. it's just fun. It's, isn't it? Yeah. It's
2: I just mean, fun. It's just <laughs> fun. Yeah. If nothing else, it's fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's so much more. It's so much more. Yeah. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah, also, like, i because i i remember i saw you at uh the mind body spirit festival mm. and you were on the the stand of inspiral. what was at the time um what's it called inspiral inspiral yeah, yeah. inspiral yeah um mm. and and i know we've chatted briefly in the past about foods Nutrition, raw mm. foods, superfoods, and we both share a love and an interest in that field. Mm. And, yeah, recently we had a chat, didn't we, about medicinal mushrooms. Mm. Now, because so I said to you that I uh, was planning on creating a brand and around uh based in medicinal mushrooms uh and other super herbs mm. and uh you said oh let's have a chat about that mm. and uh yeah why don't we just chat for now sure. about it <laughs> sure yeah. yeah capture some of the gold on tape for, for you know. sure
1: yeah i mean i suppose um you know 2004 was kind of like a pivotal moment where i let go a lot of a lot of um ways of being and ways of doing and and, you know used to be used to eat meat and and um uh dairy and 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 i kind of like really yeah god i don't know (laughs) if i can ever forgive you exactly so i kind of slow there was a (laughs) sure there was a transition of just like letting that go and i and um I, i started to just read a lot of like books on 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 religions and and spirit spirits and and well-being and personal development and I I was just like literally gobbling up and swallowing everything I could find and and Uh. it just led me down different paths of of of, yeah nutrition you know start and now I've been vegan for like eight years oh really Um, yeah I, I was a raw vegan for a year and a half a few years ago and just really experimented with that and then um was i kind of got really into like fasting and water fasting and learning more about that like experimenting with my body and um yeah food food as a a way to heal and started working for a raw raw food company just just trying to walk the talk and you know be in alignment um and um yeah right now it's just led me led me in 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 a in a place where i i um yeah i'm eager to learn about these things and use my own experience to kind of like gather information and and um see what comes you know see mm. if it benefits me and um and and mushrooms medicinal mushrooms as like the more i read about it the more i'm blown away by you know what they do and how mm. they came into this world and um, you know, what they what they represent for us and, you know, what they
0: do for the planet as well. Yeah. Know? And, and um, it's really powerful. It's really powerful. Very powerful. You yeah. know, multidimensional, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I was saying that the... Because um, I just made a smoothie before this podcast interview yeah. um, in my kitchen with AJ and... You asked, "What's that?" You're putting in your smoothie, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it was reishi spore powder. So it's the spore of the reishi mushroom, um, and you know it's it's almost like the the nectar mm-hmm. of the reishi mushroom. And I've been experimenting with it for a few months now. Um, and I don't know, I just decided also because it's, it's, a, it's a powerful um anti tumor, anti cancer action as mm. well. I was reading a lot of studies about that, they're online, yeah. And um, my mum got a diagnosis for breast cancer mm. earlier this year, mm. and I went on a real kind of mission of research and really okay, figure out okay what can be done, what are the treatment options, mm. um, um, you know, because obviously the doctors and everything were kind of shoehorning her down a certain route of, yeah. of allopathic um, treatment, uh, you know, chemo and uh, surgery and uh, more things and, you know, radiation <laughs> and stuff and, Intuitively, I just knew that um, might not be the best thing for her. Mm. And I already had looked into it from someone else that was fairly close to me in my childhood who um, got a diagnosis and, uh lung cancer and then, um, well, basically died within a few weeks. And uh, mm. I was asked to kind of help and find a solution and a cure and things. And, uh, it was too little, too late. Um, and, uh, so I really made it my business this time, you know, with mm-hmm. my mum. and reishi mushroom, and uh, reishi spore oil and spore powder were two things that were very much up there. Um, you know, if you're looking like on Chinese websites, mm they openly talk about how it's anti cancer and anti tumor. Yeah. But like anything <laughs> that's outside of that, um, you know, that's anything to do with products being sold or whatever, um, people shy away from it for obvious reasons. Um, kind of the pharma police. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's a, it's powerful in that way. And so yeah I'm not a medical doctor and this isn't medical advice mm. but um just speaking from uh, what I've researched and looked into and also the the kind of the insights as well so so what I've found and this is I've given it to a few people um, they've said that it's uh, you know it very much opens the intuitive mm. faculties yeah um, and I like to kind of put the powder in my mouth and let it kind of go straight into my kind of into my blood yeah through basically not not swallowing it Mm. but until like after like 10 minutes or something Mm. just letting it soak in through the (laughs) you're going "Mm, yeah through my gungs and through my tongue yeah the glands and just goes in and yeah it does put me in a very calm yeah clear connected state and yeah it's like uh, my intuition opens up even more Mm. um so I'm really keen for people to to try, and that's also why when I kind of create my own products around it. Mm. So, I don't know what your views are on that. Yeah,
1: I've, I've, you know, reishi is is pe- some people call it the queen of mushrooms, and and um, I mean just going back to mushrooms and and mycelium, <clears throat> which is kind of like the the mushroom is like this the fruiting body, what you see above the surface, and then you have this. Like kilometers and kilometers of mycelium, which is underneath this in the soil, and, and and doing so many things for the ecosystem and for, for connecting trees and you know like there's so much going on down there and you know the the most prescribed drug on the planet.
0: Uh, guess what it is? You know. Um. I'm. Uh, uh, um, um. I don't know. Tell
1: yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, people, people say it's kind of like, you know, um, uh, Valium or, 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 I don't know, Viagra maybe. But it's actually, you know, it's, a, it's antibiotic. It's penicillin. Okay. Right? And so yeah. penicillin is mycelium, is a mushroom. So even, like, the most, you know, prescribed drug on the planet is a mushroom. Yeah. And out of the top 20 prescribed drugs on the planet, I think six or eight are mycelium. So they're, they're, they're already used by, by, by the pharmaceutical industry. they we take them to, to, to heal. And, you know, reishi is, is so incredible. It's, it was used, it was only allowed to be used by the emperor of the day. If anyone else used it in the kingdom, that they would have their hands chopped off. And if you go to like, like, um, like the forbidden city or or like places where emperors Mm. lived, they would, um, have them, um, reishi mushrooms on their, um, on on entrances so it's like this potent um mushroom that that needs to be revered as soon as you walk through it he used to have it they used to have it on their staff really like so the constant reminder of how potent and how powerful this mushroom is and what what blew me away when when i was researching reishi was um this this power it has to yeah, absolutely. It's you know potent on so many levels, and anti-inflammatory, and just how it works on the nervous system. How it like turns down the, the constant stress that the nervous system and, and stimuli is under, and and what I loved is this. this I, I read that it kind of de, has this decalcification process, like we we're, we we're, we're, we you know our body pl- like constantly fills full of plaque. Uh. You know, we're we're drinking tap water or, you know, we're we're eating foods full of like um, metals essentially from pesticides. So Uh. it has this quality that decalcifies and then there's this pineal gland, which, you know, is this source full of like intuition mm. has this real power and it decal- decalcifies this okay. pineal gland. didn't know that, actually. And this blew me away. You know, reishi allows you to see things as they are, not like you want them to be. Mm. And that's like one of the sort of main tenets of, of meditation, right? Vipassana, the word Vipassana means to see reality as it is. And, and like... And I know that's what I received from from taking ratio myself. Was just Wow, oh, it just it really relaxes you, but just clears away. Like it's like a little, like a road sweeper almost internally. Actually, a very big road sweeper. And you know, again, these with mushrooms, it's not a synthetic. You know, it's not synth- synthesized. It's pure. It's the it's, it's like the spore, which is even more powerful. And it takes time to build in the body. It's not going to be an overnight thing and it's got to be you know done over time. Mm. So yeah, reishi, the queen of mushrooms and I and the king of mushrooms, chaga, mm. which I had in my coffee this morning. <laughs> mm. <laughs> which I, you know again another very mushroom nice. that I absolutely love.
0: Yeah, it's very good stuff. Yeah. Um reishi, if I'm not mistaken, was known as the the immortality mushroom, yes. was it not?
1: That's true. I've heard that as well. Yeah. yeah. The the mushroom That that yeah that that uh, um, helps you live forever.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean that's interesting in itself, isn't it? Yeah. What does that mean? Because it's you know obviously there's the longevity aspect of it, the Mm. physical longevity, but maybe it's also pointing to you know maybe understanding yourself as an immortal being Mm. as well, like as a formless, in form um spirit in body mm. and that uh, yeah, at some point this body goes, but spirit continues, the soul continues and I believe mm. and perhaps it's also helping us tune into that, mm. that we are this spiritual being. Because mm. it's um it's known as the greatest um holder of um Shen energy. Okay. Which in the in the Chinese traditional system is Spirit, energy. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I Yeah, when I... Have, yeah, I mean, yeah, as you said, when I have it, it's very, very calm and focused and... Yeah, again, intuition. Yeah. Strong intuition. And yeah, so people have said they've been seeing... having visions,
2: mm. you know,
0: and they've had it before going to bed and they're just, like, drifting off their eyes. Mm. They're just They're seeing, like... So they're very much tuning in. They're very tuned in and... and yeah. ...connected. Mm. You know, and I, I, unfortunately, mushrooms uh, have
1: had such a bad press over the years. You know, magic people just think of... You know, when you say to somebody, oh, I've been taking this mushroom, and they'll be like, oh, what, magic mushrooms?
0: Oh, magic <laughs> <Exactly>. mushrooms, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's really sad because... um you know, and it's sad, and it's kind of like amazing because you know now I'm kind of doing research or just reading more about like psilocybin and and um, this you know the hallucinogenic part mm. of of mushrooms and the power it's got in terms of people with PTSD or people helping people off addiction, mm. even if you micro you know this this microdosing or using it in, in you know smaller doses um, allows you to you know somehow just see yourself and witness yourself and we rarely get a chance to do these these you really get a chance to do that these days we just you know are constantly in this kind of doing you know world where we don't get a chance to just be with ourselves and and um recently it, before you know I in a class I do a warm up and then I've been asking people you know in the group like hands up if 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 you've if you've been bored today, you know, mm. hands up if um, you did nothing today and like only like nobody really puts their hand up, maybe one person. And it's really interesting because like, um, you know, when, when do you get time to just reflect on, on your thoughts or like just be with yourself during the day anymore? You know, we've kind of, that's, we're losing that, especially mm. kids, you know, kids i have got a three-year-old and um I, I read this article the other day about how important boredom is they just where they just can they're not filled with something to do they can just be with their themselves you know it's so important and as adults as well, I think that's really important like um, when 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 are we with ourselves there's not you know there's no to do list
0: yeah and that reminds <laughs> me that the um yeah it's a very good point and The smartphone, Mm. uh, sort of advent of the smartphone. Mm. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, love them or hate them. Um, They're here to stay Mm. for now. And uh, unless they kind of morph into some other kind of technology, like on a a watch or a strap on the arm or a chip inside, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know how I feel about that. Um, But it's, uh, I don't know, I was, I I don't know, there was a talk recently I was at or something I was watching. Um, well, this is you know the guy Simon Sinek. I don't know. If you yeah, him. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So his his you know I've seen a couple of um, clips from him of YouTube where he's talking about that, and uh, um, he's, he's 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 um so now like I remember I watched him about four years ago, and I was like, ah yes, you know, you bad people mm. uh, who use smartphones in this way that's disrespectful. And uh I really see that I just do that now. So I I I I kind of consider him a bit hardcore, yeah. <laughs> a bit reactionary perhaps. But I think he's got a great message at the same time. So it's it's um I'm I'm sort of conflicted yeah with with my attitude there. Cause um just to kind of kind of elaborate really what he says and what I can remember anyway that he says is that you know, that especially in the work environment and everything that, you know, basically you should just have your phone on silent, Mm. especially if you're talking, you're meeting with people or anything like that, you know, just completely have it on silent or off because otherwise you're not giving the due respect and attention to the person that you're working with and you're meeting with, Mm. um, and what they deserve. You're not present with them. Yeah. You're not completely present with them. Mm. And there's definitely a, much to be said for that about being present, hmm. um, and yeah, it's it's very easy to sort of check out of being present by just going to your phone looking at s- scrolling through whatever app you're on or whatever social media platform, and yeah. oh, you know, oh, man. and it's like a world within a world. It's like a total rabbit hole, isn't it? And yeah, just go into it, and and yeah, I I mean, I also recognise that that this is the world we live in and that the smartphone is an incredibly capable device that is so handy. And that's why everyone has one,
2: Mm.
0: you know, um, you know, it's it's your personal onboard computer, basically. And anything you want it to be, you know, like it plays
1: music, it plays videos. It can (laughs) like, you can ask it anything. It'll pretty much tell you an answer,
0: run a business with (laughs) it. Right. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Chat to people all over the world, connect with people, find clients.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, the world's the oyster, really. Mm. You know, record a podcast, yeah. um, do a YouTube channel, yeah. or TikTok, or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, so there's, there's many facets to this conversation about it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, how did we get to that? Yeah, I, re- I mean,
1: just re- to kind of ref- tangent? Re- no, but just to reflect on that. You know, I've been coming in to that recently from a being a father wanting like a three-year-old who's exposed to oh, yeah yeah kind of screens and phones and yeah you know um listening my wife is a is a is a, a, a steiner teacher at waldorf schools oh yeah um great so you know a very alternative way of educating it's the the the, the biggest one of the biggest growing uh system school systems in the world that is more is you know, it waldorf schools
0: like, opening up now. Really? Yeah. I did not and, know that. And, and... Um, I always secretly wanted to go to one when yeah. I was a teenager. <laughs> okay. As a kid, you know, like, 12. When I heard about them when I was about 12, I was right. like, oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Why aren't I at a, sort of Steiner
1: school? Sure. And, okay. and, you know, they don't touch screens until they're, like, 14. Um, ah. And, and, you know, nowadays, in, in, sort of, standard, sort of, government, state-run schools, you know, they get ipads at like seven or eight or even you know and it's it's almost like really yeah yeah it's 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 a a dance where okay you know this is here and it's here to stay and you know you we want to learn from it and use it so we can grow but also like there's something about it that's incredibly destructive because it it, it's very you know you just pick it up and be on it for hours without even knowing it yeah you know it's like this place of you can literally be distracted or you're just distracting yourself and swiping left or right or just, you know, and watching down. videos. Yeah. Or, and, and like just watching my son, like not having a screen at home, not having a TV at home, but when he goes somewhere, you, you know, he'll he'll just jump at it and just be on it, with it without even blinking. I was watching him the other day and his eyes were just staring at this little screen that this other kid was watching at the same time. And just, just, yeah. I, I think that we need to be really careful about like what's going to happen with this thing and and how it's kind of um, used as well, you know. Um, and also, just focus. I kind of feel like, you know, um, it's it's kind of this thing in the room that that takes me out of what I'm doing sometimes. You know, I'll, I'll hear the little buzz on my phone, or I'll go to my phone every sort of. So, you know, 10 minutes just to see if there's been anything there. And it just takes me out of what I'm doing in that mm. moment, you know, which is really interesting. Like, I, I don't know how that affects just productivity as, as humans, you know, having this thing. And, and
0: I wonder, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's something that I, you know, something. one of the things I'm trying to do at the moment is not use my phone for the first hour of my day before I, it would wake me up and then, you know, I'd kind of naturally look at it, see if there's a message or whatever that I, that I need to receive. But now it's just like, okay, no, I'm going to practice some discipline and and just be off it for the first hour of my day. And it's hard, man. It's hard. It's been hard. You know,
0: so, yeah. I can, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I, I'm doing that as well at the moment. I'm, um, well, I use it to wake up mm. but then I like ignore it um excuse me partly because of just kind of okay I'm gonna do my practices now mm. and then go for a run have a shower and all that and um it feels great it feels absolutely great and then I'm like right I come back to you now and now I can you know check in and see what the world is you know yeah. doing people are saying um messages and what have you, emails and, you know, it's kind of endless really, isn't it? Um, but I just had this flash actually, um, you know, like if you told someone like 20 years ago, like this, these, these little phones that a few people have, Mm. these little mobile phones, which, you know, you might just have learned how to send a text message,
2: Mm.
0: um, you know, and you can call and stuff. That you know, in twenty years' time, <laughs> what the story would be? They'd be just look at you like, "What? What are you talking about? That's not you know, that's never gonna happen." You know, it would be so anathema, so alien to them mm. that that everyone, literally everyone, apart from the el- very elderly, you know, and babies and toddlers, have one of these smartphone devices mm. which they use for everything. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah,
1: we've yeah. come we've come a long way in the last twenty years. If you look at how much we've we've come in the last hundred, and you compare it to the last twenty, it's crazy. Yeah, like the things that you can do, the things you can buy, the experiences you can have now in the last twenty compared to like maybe fifty years ago or even thirty years ago, it's phenomenal. And it's kind of it's amazing and it's incredibly scary. I was just listening to somebody, you know, talk about. Um, the future almost and like the speed that we're going and, and they were, they were saying that, you know, that we're coming soon to a time just noticing the printer back here where people will just be able to buy 3d printers very soon. Actually, mm. you know, they're, they're talking, the technology is already there. It's just how to, um, minimize, like, you know, make it smaller. So it's, you know, everyone can have it essentially. And that's what happened with the phone, um, is, is you'd be able to make anything at home you want, including a gun, if you wanted to which is kind of scary you know like uh, so you know that's where you know 3d printers are, are incredible now imagine like something breaks and you can just make another one like that yeah but also like and then the flip side is of, you know you can make things that are incredibly destructive and it's almost like you know that's when i suppose government steps in and, and finds a way of like you know hopefully creating a bit more balance
0: yeah regulating it in regulating some way, it in some way where it's, yeah yeah yeah, which is, I think, yeah, very important for various reasons, particularly mental health and mm. um, well, just having a, a functioning society where people aren't losing it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sure. And, and I think this is this is really important. Where I think this is where also something that's kind of you know lacking is just this connection and this this like just sitting on sofas and. And chatting. Yeah, and also, having conversations. Having conversations. Yeah. Like so almost the biggest killer of men, right, is is suicide.
0: Yeah. Which is kind
1: of crazy. Young men, is suicide. It's almost like, okay, what's the reason? Well, they're isolating themselves. They're creating some kind of like, okay, you know, I can't share this deep problem I have with another and I'm keeping it deep inside me and that's creating so much stress which is ultimately leading to, you know, death. So... And I think that's the problem with phones and just technology as well it's it's almost like it it, it harms this this connection
0: the direct yeah, yeah this direct Being transmission yeah
1: exactly which is which we which we need more of you know, and I think that dance brings that and other other forms of
0: you know um body using the body, yeah like help that embodiment yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually it's 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 huge. It's key. It's paramount. Uh, anything to do with embodiment, actually. The more I experience it, the more I look into it, because mm. it you know it, it might just seem to, um, for some people, they've never maybe heard the term or just maybe seen it written down. But um, you know, it that that word denotes a whole you know f- range of different attitudes and practices and mm. you know everything from I don't know Tai Chi to through to uh, shamanic body work <laughs> <know>. wrestling wrestling <laughs> yeah uh, parkour, yeah. you know um, and for everything as long as it doesn't injure the body mm. um, but yeah it's coming back to self as well and uh, because where we where the body is you know we are mm. i think that's really key
1: mm. yeah i mean there's a again another question that i've been asking recently with the group with the groups that I'm, I'm i'm holding uh, you know is um i ask you know um where's the mind point to the mind and it's really interesting to see the majority of people point to sort of their head, their brain area. Mm. Um, And, but some people don't, they point to maybe their their belly or just, just their body not up there. And and yeah, it kind of makes, I mean, I don't have, I don't know the answer, but yes, the brain, you know, has this thing, which where thoughts are created, but actually does it. You know, um, I mean, you know, use, talking about embodiment, you know, the, there's articles recently about how, you know, the brain, there's this the gut which has these same neurons which feel as well. And, mm. you know, like um, there's different places in the body that feel different things. And um, the gut has a brain which senses, you know, the, the belly has this place where it feels certain emotions and, and you know, you're your your sort of sexual organs as well feel things obviously Mm. and and you know your your whole body feels you know and and senses and thinks so the mind is almost like through in around you everywhere in you and sort of there's a certain distance where it obviously captures it's like this antenna which feels
0: which feels certain things um So... I love it. Yeah. I'm just seeing you, like, you just splayed your arms out, didn't you? Yeah. And I'm just, like, seeing, you know, like, the antenna, Mm. you know, imagining, like, someone making a star shape. Yeah. Just one big... I'm just one big antenna. Yeah. Receiving. Exactly. Yeah. I guess also that's why yoga's got so popular, because it's an easy way to sort of tune in Mm. to the body and and... Experience real change and transformation through doing postures and breath, and yeah, um, you know, you can't go to a yoga session and get nothing out of it. Yeah, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's because you're working with your body and yourself, and sure. you're brought into more presence. Mm,
1: totally. And and you know, obviously, there's the, 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 these specific asanas, these postures have been. You know, created hundreds of years ago by these sages, thousands, thousands of years even, ago by yeah. these sages. That they know that this particular um, shape has has a particular <clears throat> effect, and and it does something not just on the body, but on a deeper on a deeper level. And if you continually practice these these postures, these shapes, then they will you know transform. They will unlock. They will unblock. They will undo. And um, Mm. they will allow flow, you know. Vinyasa Mm. means flow, and so it will allow. Is that what it
0: actually means? Yeah, vinyasa means. I didn't actually know that. Exactly, yeah. So, vinyasa flow is flow, flow. flow, flow, (laughs) Exactly. Flow, flow, baby. Yeah.
1: So, you know, and and flow, uh, you know, flow internal means flow external. So, you if you're flowing internally then naturally you'll flow externally Your inside your internal represents your external
0: absolutely you know uh, so yeah no. as above so below as within so without yeah right? well, said. well said I just got that from something recently and I was like oh I love that I yeah. think it was ah oh, what's her name uh, the, the the crystal um who's someone I met recently who's an abundance coach okay who I actually asked, I wanted to get her well, I was introduced to her, um, this guy Darren, who's I had some coaching with, and he said, I wanna connect you guys and Jenny's got this podcast and and we met at this after this event that we'd both been at and we connected and I saw her he did a Facebook live with her mm. And I was like, well, actually, the way I can sort of tune into what she's about and what she, you know, is watching this Facebook live, and I'm yeah. so glad I did.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm so glad I did. Okay. And she said in that, like, he asked her, like, you know, I don't know you got any favorite quotes or anything like that. Yeah. And that was what she said. It was a bit longer. It was something, 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 and then as above, so below, and as within, so without. Yeah. Uh,
1: it, another question that I've been asking recently in the class and I'll do it with you now and um, and see what let's see what happens um, and just don't don't think about it just go where your gut goes okay so point to something that comes from nature go <laughs> great <laughs>
0: so you're pointing to your knee yeah I'm pointing to my linen
1: trousers right oh, your linen trousers That's yeah interesting so so You know, it's interesting, a lot of people, they point outside, or they point above, they point to a tree, or if they're pointing to the wood of the floor, or, and it's almost like less people just, when you say point to something that comes from nature, they don't point to themselves as much, as far as I can see. Mm. And it's this, like, allowing us to remember that we are also from nature, it's not just the tree, or the sky, or the birds that come from nature, you know, (laughs) we come from Mm. nature. And, and... You know just yeah, just allowing ourselves to connect with ourselves and also everything around us, and you know ultimately everything comes from nature, yes, I get that, but like yeah, I remember that that you also you're not separate to you're you're completely from that source, you are that source, yeah, and it's it's and I think practices like you know yoga and the five rhythms and other, whatever embodiment practice that allows you to bring your attention back to here and to the present moment mm. and to this, whatever this is, how mm. it's manifesting is, is really important, especially in this day and age where, you know, at any one time, there's like 2 billion stimuli. There's, there's like all these yeah. things happening at one time. And it's almost like the brain is so powerful because it helps you delete or to filter so much information that you don't need. And it allows you to kind of like focus on, what you do need to do, like, you know, whatever it is, get on the train, get on the bus, go to work, call someone. But there's so much stuff happening. The brain is was almost like this amazing deletion <laughs> program. It just deletes so much stuff so you can but the problem is, you know, because there's we're not we're not, you know, we're not we live in such a stimulated way, mm. phones, etc. Um then it's becoming more and more difficult to stay present with someone. Mm. You're constantly thinking about something else, the next thing, or you're stuck in a bit of a loop about what happened before. So, you know, the more practices that allow presence, peace, and love, and and connectedness, yeah, I'm I'm all behind that. Really important to, to you know, feed that. As far as I'm concerned.
0: So agree, I so agree. <laughs> and I just can't get enough embodiment the more I do it uh, at the moment anyway, the more I want it. It's like hungry for it because I know how much, it how far it moves me. Mm. How far it moves me and and I'm very much in a stage of my life where I'm wanting to get back to who I am truly and, and really bring that out mm. and being embodied being present all facilitates that
2: Mm.
0: all facilitates. It's all part of that same process. I believe of becoming and allowing what is to be Mm. that, which is to be. Mm. And yeah, so this podcast is a manifestation of that. Mm. Beautiful. And,
1: and, you know, I would just say in my experience when, when people have asked me or, or when I've been meditating on that, like, who are you, right? Who are you? Who am I? Mm. Who am I? It's almost like there are infinite versions of ourselves. There are there – are, we can be infinite things. And I think that's the beauty of being human. You're not just that one, two, three things, you know. You are so many and so much and every day – you become a you become someone different, or you let go of someone that you were, you know. And we oscillate between mm. many realms, and there's no there's no rules here. There's no one saying you should be this or that or him or her even, um, but you know you can be anyone you want to be at any given time, and that's totally cool, you know. And and the, you know people talk about be yourself, right? Be yourself, no matter what they say. It's almost like Yes, and I can be whoever I want to be that's and that's really what i what I feel like I want to wake up in this world. be yourself, yes, and whoever you want to be at any given time you know not you don't have to wear you can wear a mask, but see what it's like without that mask for a while mm. you know.
0: <laughs> yeah I love it I love it thank you for sharing that because actually that's really just to, have to, to reveal something for me mm. which is that that which is true um, or rather the, the, the power of that which is true so when you do take away the mask and you reveal yourself in your rawness yeah. your nakedness of how you are without editing without manipulating that is very affecting Mm. for others it's incredibly affecting
2: Mm.
0: and you know when I look at the kind of greatest lights in the world that are out there they are very much being that Mm. they are truly being themselves And look how much they're lighting up the world Mm -hmm. that they're so inspiring. And yeah, it's just that taking off of the layers, the masks Mm -hmm. and, and just being, and, and, and the, uh, the opportunity, the invitation is there for everyone to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. and And that's why we also do these practices to help us, you know, relinquish these layers and masks and, artifices and you know that which isn't us that we've maybe played a role um yeah we've tried to be someone for other people that we thought we needed to be in order to be accepted or approved of or loved
2: Mm.
0: and it's so relaxing when we let go of that Mm. and and movement is 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 so powerful in that way it's so activating in that way Mm because the body doesn't lie, right? Yeah. That's very true for me. Yeah. When I first heard that, I really wrestled with it, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> Say more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean the body doesn't lie? I mean, the body doesn't have a voice anyway, so how could it lie, right? I mean, logically, kind of, um, you know, I mean, almost approaching it from a child's perspective, but um, I couldn't work it out. Mm but I was still very much living more on the outside at that time. And the more I've gone into myself and also, you know, embodied, I'm definitely on a journey. I'm definitely not there. Mm -hmm. Definitely on a journey of embodiment. Um, Is, is that I I see that, Actually, my body does speak truth. Mm. That's what it does. It speaks truth. If I have a pain in my body, it's asking me to see something. I really see that now. Mm. And, you know, body language.
2: Yeah.
0: The more I learn about body language, the more I study it. And, And through doing acting school, I really had to go into, like, well, how does this character act and behave, right? What's what are they showing through their body language, and you know, because there can be double messages and all of that, you yeah. know, the different, you know, what they're saying is completely different to what their body is, you know, doing, yeah, you know, all that. So that was really interesting, and and that came back to obviously other things that I'd learned about the body, um, you know, the embodiment stuff I've done, and well, many different things, shiatsu and. Yoga and mm. everything else, Tai Chi, um, but yeah, really, genuinely seeing that it can't lie. Mm. It it can't lie. I mean, you can you can f- try and fake it, right? Putting all your intention, like a con artist mm. might try and fake a feeling, fake relaxation. Yeah, you know. But it takes a lot of energy and attention to do, to, to pull off faking something like relaxation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and there's always an element of tension and you can always detect it if you're tuned in. Yeah. You know, if you're tuned in to your body, it's it's everything gets a lot easier and clearer, mm. both for yourself and for others. That's what I feel. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I really add that a lot of these um tendencies
1: that we've had we've got like as we as we've got older a lot of them maybe aren't our fault you know a lot of them have been sort of programmed programmed into us from, oh yeah totally like, from family or, or conditioning or, or how we've grown up and we've just picked up things and we're just unaware of them and you know later on in life we become aware of them and we we try to do something about it so it's almost like what i'm trying to say is like Oh, don't be too hard on yourself you know like mm. in, in 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 any given moment like it's sometimes most of the time it's not your fault it's just it's just happened for whatever reason and from the grace of god right now you've you can see it clearly and you can do something about it you can start a a, a journey or a path to to heal it whatever that is and then i would add that you know i i suppose i've been very privileged and blessed to to see to witness right now i suppose thousands of people Um, move their body like holding space for people moving or maybe entering a space for the first time where they've never moved and they're heavily self-conscious and highly stuck and um, seeing them through this practice just you know open and and expand and uh, just allow themselves to um, move you know from a from a, um, a particular shape which is looks quite heavy and looks quite painful and, and to something that's a bit more like freeing and a bit more open and a bit more connected. And, you know, on on a daily level, just coming back to our daily lives, you know, we spend hours in these kind of like limited shapes, sitting on a chair, on a mouse, you know, head kind of scrunched and shoulders sort of stuck. And we're out three hours or four hours stuck in this, you know, like screen, mm. looking at your, and you know, like hundred years ago or two hundred years ago, people were, you know, running up hills and swimming in the ocean. Well, like, you know, as humans, we were constantly moving. And mm. I look at my son; he's, you know, rolling on the floor, he's jumping, he's outside, he's inside, he's constantly in motion. But we're in these, as he, as we grow, we're in these limited shapes in indoors, no light. Um, or even artificial light. And it's almost like, yes, limited body, limited mind. There's a direct mm, connection.
0: Absolutely. Unlimited, oh God, yeah.
1: unlimited body, unlimited mind. You know, it's, it's like a really beautiful thing that I'm sort of just like saying a lot is like, you know, come to spaces where you can really just expand and find unlimited body shapes and forms. And, and that's just going to have a powerful effect in, you, in the way you think and the way you
0: are. So yeah so much so down with that and it's fun it's so much fun
1: (laughs) which we forget about yeah it's okay you don't need to like have a beer or or, you know you can just go to the pub or whatever you can have fun in this way at any age you
0: know Um, so true I often accumulate a lot of shoulder tension okay and I know that's a, a very common thing in our society yeah So um, what I notice is that, well, it goes during any five rhythm session or Mm. movement medicine or ecstatic dance. At some point, it will go. It will just disappear Mm. because I'm moving my arms and shoulders around Mm. and something happens. There's a release. Mm. There's a flow. There's a, you know, the stuckness has... Being melted into flow, mm. and that's so huh, relieving and relaxing and, and fab. And I, you know, after the sessions, I, I'm often like checking with myself and like, yeah, just no tension in my body at all, mm. it's all gone, you know. And it will obviously, it doesn't last forever, yeah. Um, but it's fabulous therapy in that regard, and I know there's. Probably most of the people listening to this podcast will identify with having some kind of serious tension in their body that accumulates mm. and certain in times of stress yeah um I never used to understand it as a, as a teenager. I remember seeing these characters, you know adults who were like hunched over you know tight shoulders and things like that, and I'm just like, "What's going on yeah why why is this why is this person like this? This is weird, I don't understand it. Yeah, But now being an adult myself sure. and just, yeah, dealing with my past, responsibilities, mm. um, conscience of, con- conscious very much of, you know, my failings, um, you know, giving myself a hard time at times mm. with my inner critic and so much more and trying to, you know, earn a living, survive, you know, and thrive. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it manifested in my body. For sure, for sure. I mean, on a, on a basic level, you know, um,
1: movement creates blood flow. You know, you're, you're, it's like when, whenever you put like a heat pad or a cold pad on something, that's all, all it's doing is just creating more blood flow in that area. Hmm. So just when you're moving, it's just creating more blood flow in that area. And that's, you know, you know, it's healing. That's what it does. It, it releases, it heals, it, um, you know, we need blood to flow it's kind of obvious and you know on on a basic level after you 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 know exercise or or dance or whatever make love um there's a rush of endorphins Mm. these amazing amazing chemicals that like just light you up you know i you know i love the word and it takes like dolphins dolphins endorphins <laughs> dolphins are so cool right that you just when you look at a dolphin or, or think about them you just get good vibrations
0: absolutely <laughs> that's a so, whole other conversation oh, right okay interesting <laughs> absolutely Okay. Uh, i'm very curious about dolphins yeah um, so
1: but endorphins <laughs> you know like these amazing chemicals that you can just create with and you know i've had like beautiful moments after 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 the movement of the of the dancing and or whatever where my body's been really activated, where I can just see things clearly, or have these epiphanies, or these these moments of just creative, you know, seeing and wisdom flowing through me. Where ah, oh, okay, that's why, or that's what that was about, or now I get it. Now I can just that I can let go of that stuff now, or whatever that inner wisdom. And it, you know, I I profoundly believe the five rhythms is. You know, it's, it's it's a very old. Uh, it's it's a dance. You know, movement is a, it's an incredible healing
2: um. you know,
1: tool that we we need to you know. like like singing, like, um, uh, you know, laughing. <laughs> um, just just all these tools. You know, we don't need to pop a pill or take something, right, to heal. We can just you know go back to these God-given. Tools to help us, you know. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm so with you with that. Um, there's very, there's a lot of. Wow, well, I'm, I'm I'm hesitant to say ignorance. There's a lack of awareness about these things, yeah. and of course, because they're quite relatively new in the culture. Um, and you know the the culture is still very much rooted around um or chemical fixes yeah you know whether it's a coffee or hmm. a beer yeah. or a vodka <laughs> yeah or or fast food hit sure um <laughs> or or you know these these uh pills that people are taking whatever kind of pills illegal mm. or legal yeah, which obviously do change state, change your state, right? Mm. Um, and well, who would have thought it that just moving, yeah, will change your state, yeah, for sure, and and move you out of depression as well, yeah, which is key. Remember, um, did Tony Robbins seminar a couple of times um, on unleash the power within? Have you done that? Yeah, you have. No, no, I've read it. I read the book. Ah, okay, definitely recommend going to his seminars. yeah it's quite expensive but yeah oh, no. oh okay <laughs> um, well I mean I did them like 12-13 years ago right. so maybe the pricing's changed who yes. knows um, but so well worth it honestly okay yeah uh, I've heard that make a big impact yeah um, I remember him saying you know if you feel down you just start moving your body yeah that's all you need to do just to start moving your body and the two things cannot coexist; you cannot be down and moving your body. Mm. I found that really interesting, yeah, and of course it makes you know total sense, I mean, yeah, okay, maybe you 'll stay in the same thing for a few minutes as you 're resisting the movement and but especially with the the, the free flowing uh, movement that can happen five rhythms, yeah you know where you 're allowing yourself to unwind. And, body to creatively express through its gestures and moving to the beat, mm. it soon will change whatever stuckness mm. you're in. And also I love the the the, the 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 idea and the practice of working with the stuckness as well. Yeah. So really embodying the stuckness as well. For right? Sure. For sure, yeah. So
1: for people who don't know the practice of so this this five rhythms flowing staccato chaos lyrical and stillness and you know that's the basic premise of the, the 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 class where we we move through those five uh rhythms but they're also you know if you think about it they're five just general universal ways to move so flow circular moving in round ways staccato linear working in like clear direct using the body beating angles and clear shapes, chaos, no shape, no form, no pattern, just like releasing anything that's blocking or controlling. So it's almost like emptying, you would say. And then and then you know what comes from that? Once you've emptied, what's there? What can you express? What can you create with the energy that's present in you in lyrical? So this place of like play, play with your body, play with the 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 space around you, with people, like connect, reach out, see if you can make a shape you've never made, take a risk, like take a risk. You know, I don't know whatever that shape is or that dance
0: is, and then finally we land. We were talking about that earlier yeah, right? exactly. about the risk taking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, really important. Very, really. so important yeah. in life. In
1: life, absolutely. to get anywhere to do anything you've got to take a risk you've got to yeah you know do something you've never done and then stillness wow this ultimate place of you know how can you practice really tune in and move with the space in between your breath or just use your breath to feel the present moment and connect with it and like really okay what's what's really here this little you know this little like um, wrist or little thumb or you know my little toe what's happening how can I really tune in into what's here and so um, you know the, the map is incredibly simple like it's just five different ways to move the body that anyone can do mm. anybody can do it and that's why I kind of love it but like, it's very it's very simple like, it's so simple it you know a little kid can do it and a, and a grandma grand grandfather can do it. So it's almost like it's universal. And, you know, there's no, like, you, you don't need to get into your head about it, essentially, you know. And, and um, those five ways of moving, those five ways of being, um, are, you know, there's something like, They're, they're, they're you know, it's, there's no sort of like one there's, there's you know, anyone can do it, and, and it, it can be uh, done by everybody essentially. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't remember the. We were just talking, the loop. Through line.
0: To? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over that. Well, this is what happens. It's great. It's fine. We're just following the flow. Yeah. Sure. You know. Oh no, that's it. So I was going to say, uh,
1: the flow, the first rhythm, mm. has. Um, a shadow and the shadow of flowing in this map um, is called an in, is inertia okay and that comes back to stuckness and it's almost like an opportunity to go okay well how does stuckness move how does it like you know how does it feel in the body and I think that's what you were saying about like yeah uh, um, you know how can you embody like you know stuckness or inertia because yeah. you know we're always we go through many, many states all the time. You know, we're not not here just to be in flow. We're here also to exp- to express and feel stuckness and feel, you know,
0: shadows. Yeah, and it's very important to kind of own it. And mm. yeah, there's something that happens. I feel in the body. Um, I mean, the body is just such a you know, an amazing, multi-dimensional vehicle. Mm. So many levels that science is only just beginning to understand. So, you know, we t- talked a little bit about
1: mushrooms and, and obviously <clears throat> the movement practice, the five rhythms. And, I mean, is there something currently that you're you're really kind of, in, in going back to kind of nutrition and and, and sort of health and well-being, is, this, is there something that you're kind of researching or, or learning about at the moment? I'd love to share something that I'm kind of doing, but I'd love to hear if there's anything that you're...
0: Well... Many different threads. I'm always following many different threads. Sure. Um it's just the nature of who I am, I suppose. Mm. Um I mean I've mentioned it a couple of times about the body not lying. Mm. Um I recently came to a book. It's called Soul Speak. Okay. I mentioned it in a Facebook live recently I did with Darren King. And <laughs> it's by um Julia Cannon I think her name is she's okay. the daughter of Dolores Cannon so Dolores Cannon was this hypnotherapist kind of hypnotherapist past life regressionist who created a whole body of work because she found that the people that she was working with in hypnosis in trance um were experiencing lives that had historical kind of significance okay. and also whether you believe in reincarnation or not it's very interesting um she also found that there was like an extraterrestrial element to a lot of these <laughs> lives that people had been experiencing yeah and that's very she found that there was a, a commonality of the hundreds of people she was working with there was a commonality yeah. um, a pattern and that's the Dolores canon, anyway Okay. She's, you know, that's a whole rabbit hole in itself, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But her daughter is Julia Cannon, so she kind of worked with her mom a lot and everything else, and she was a nurse. Um, But basically she got this download that she needed to, some guidance that she needed to write this book, and it's about the body and how the the soul speaks to us through Mm. the body, through any ailment, any injury, Any disease, any illness, everything is a message. Mm. And it's like the medium is the message as well. Like the character, the quality of the ailment, of the disease, of the strain, of the problem Mm. is itself part of the message.
2: Mm.
0: You know, and um, so an example would be, you know, feet, for example. Mm. I have some foot issues. Not big ones, um, but um, a bit more on my left. Well, basically, my right's fine, but my left foot. Um, and I've been feeling into what that is. Mm. So I've got like something going on with my heel, mm. sort of achiness in my heel, um, and... You know, there's a few other little sort of loose bits that are a bit like, what's that going on there? Mm. Um, but it's really about, okay, what does the heel do? You know, looking at what the heel does is its function. Mm. And that is, okay, so when there's a problem, a recurring problem there, mm. it's, so Julia Cameron says that that's your soul communicating with you. Wow. And it's to do with the function of the part of your body that is there. That is the metaphorical significance. Okay. So I've been looking into, okay, kind of heel. What's heel about? It's, it's kind of digging into the ground somehow. Mm. You know, you dig in your heels. Mm. You know, it's also like a pivotal point as well. Mm. Kind of pivot. And it's essential for walking, mm. right? So for moving forward in life, it's essential somehow to have that heel. The heel is the first part you... Put down, yeah. It, to, to move, first, yeah. To move forward, yeah. So I'm kind of like looking into that, and I've been researching as well. The heel signifies and just feeling it into myself, and um, actually, right, and it could be placebo. This could be completely placebo, <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Right, but you know, and I, I, I want to give you know cre- credence to the placebo effect because it is massive and it's huge, yeah. and that anyway, the placebo effect anyway is a magical mystery in itself.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, because what is the, you know, it's like, oh, so it's the most powerful drug in the world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you just heal just from the placebo. Yeah. Right. Which is what, well, what the hell's going on there? Mm. You know,
2: yeah. that's
0: the, 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 mind, the spirit over matter. Beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful in itself.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so that's interesting. And that's obviously a medically and scientifically known thing, the placebo. Mm. Okay. So beyond the placebo, I've noticed that getting my heels in, basically with this podcast, for example, doing it mm. um, and uh, other things like my YouTube channel and uh, the website and going into the public speaking, it's shifted. My heel has shifted and changed. Wow. And it's like suddenly it's like, oh, it's, nothing's going on. And then on a, on a day when I'm got some stress around it and i i'm like holding back and i'm in a bit of chaos or a, a bit of fear mentality coming on mm. you know it's like my my heel is there and it's going wow. hello interesting yeah. hello come on jody yeah so that's really interesting um and it makes sense to me yeah. totally makes sense to me and all everything that i've done with the body and body work and healing and movement and everything else it all makes total sense to me now about this soul speak and what that mm. message in that book is um and also left is the past as well so mm. according to right. Julia so the right side of the body is the present and the left is the past okay so it's stuff to, from the past that's affecting yeah what's going on with the body yeah and what's going on in my life wow so and it's yeah it's like limiting beliefs and you know trauma and letting go of that releasing it and healing it so
1: yeah wow beautiful i mean you know that's led me to think that this you know there's so much going on in the body that you have no control over it as well And, and like you know you can't stop your heart beating or you can't you know tell your liver to speed up or speed down or like you know these things are just happening inside you without you having any kind of idea of it and on one level that's incredible you know there's this thing that you're constantly with that's constantly working and you have no idea and you can't stop it and you mm. can't sort of like manipulate well you can i suppose on some level but do you know what i mean it's like you can't tell your heartbeat okay let's just stop for ten, like 10 minutes or, or <laughs> yeah. you know like so digestion, speed up a little bit or whatever yeah but, and and you know um just, just i've been like the thing that's kind of like in the last few months that i've kind of been learning is 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 to do with the with probiotic with, with bacteria and how like this mm. yeah how our body is this it's actually this amazing ecosystem where there's actually you know all these amazing cells that do so many things for us but there's actually like four times more microbacteria than cells which i was blown away by
0: well it's totally mind-blowing right <laughs> yeah. I, my mind can't even grasp yeah, that i've been exactly. grappling with that for months right and, and every time i think about it i'm just like how does that even make it means it means the person sitting opposite me yeah it's basically it's just all bacteria exactly
1: <laughs> and, and the, the most beautiful thing is like, like a lot of these like the cell and the bacteria are in symbiosis right mm. they're dancing with each other And they're making love in a way that's kind of healthy and and healing for you. That Mm. you need that to happen. And and it's a bit like reishi and these medicinal mushrooms that that most of them grow on trees when Mm. the tree is wounded. So they'll come and attach themselves to the wound and heal the tree, but also give themselves life. And by taking that mushroom and ingesting it, you're giving yourself the the healing power of what it's healed from the tree but it's also given the tree's given it life so these the the bacteria and the cell are are in symbiosis and are really helping you and the problem occurs when there's less symbiosis and more microbacteria that's kind of just eating away at you essentially and, and killing you um and so yeah i've been learning more about like bacteria and microbiome and you know micro it's not people just think about kombuchas and um like uh probiotics i suppose you know they they talk about these things but they don't really know what they are and what they do and yogurt and you know this kind of stuff and once you read like kimchi and
0: will it help um, me lose a bit of weight? Or I'll have it
1: then? <laughs> right, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> but it's, it's you know once you you kind of go into it again. it's These just, lesser mortals, right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But it's it's, it's <laughs> a really incredible thing about just ecosystem and like you know seeing your body as an ecosystem and like learning like actually you know what can help that. You know when I, when I was reading about it or learning about it, it's almost like basic things were you know, um, spend time uh, in nature because you're getting so much variety. That's what it's about. It's about having just a lot of different types of micro... Microbi- microbiome needs to be really rich and, and very varied. Uh. And that's really important. And one like be around animals was one of the things I read because animals have different types of bacteria that humans don't. And so you'll get those bacteria and the body will use some of them for its benefit. And, and discard them the ones that it doesn't need. And it's almost like, you know, spend time outdoors, like the basic stuff. You know, like these like, you know, that we, we kind of forget about, like air, you know, good air.
0: Fresh air. Fresh
1: air. Like go for a walk in nature, be around like trees and see a, you know, oxygen.
0: Yeah. And 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 light, right? It's so hugely important, those things you just mentioned. Get sunshine. Simple. Yeah, simple light. Good quality air. Yeah, water. Water, good quality. That's a whole thing in itself. Totally. What
1: right. Kind of water
0: what, are you drinking? And how much are you drinking? How much? Yeah. You know, like people are. Like
1: people say, oh, I can't focus, or I'm tired, and they go to food when actually they just need water because the brain is seventy percent water. Where yeah. where body is seventy percent water, and we spend days and hours in a dehydrated state, and it affects everything. It affects you know how we react, how we are, um, you know how we look you know, our body just needs this thing constantly in us or it will die. You know, air, light, water, um, you know, obviously food, plants. And, and, um, the fifth one, which I'm, I'm obviously a, a big fan of is touch, you know, like the, the, the difference between like, you know, one that like I'm touching, touching your hand right now mm. and just how that feels, you know, it just changes things straight away when, when you've connected with somebody or Or touch someone.
0: It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Profound. Yeah. So simple. Actually, the most simple things. Yeah. They're all free. Sure, exactly. All free, completely free. Mm. Lucky, aren't we? So, yeah, I just wanted to to change tack a little bit and ask you a few questions. Sure. So... What do you wish you had known when you started out, wow, um, as in sort of my career, yeah, yeah
1: um, I think something something about it was okay to fail, it was okay to mm. to make mistakes, it was okay not to know. I think I just had this idea i had to had to know the answer or you know I had to push myself to a point where. I had to give something, even though I didn't really know what. It was kind of like this, I was almost faking it to make it, and that was tiring uh, in the early days, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, faking faking is tiring. Yeah. Let's face it, and we've all done it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. mm. mm what are you curious about right now um just
1: yeah it's a really good question yeah i, I suppose it's just um being just being with what is you know that's really really where my curiosity mm. is and and the, i'm i'm a, i'm a father to a Three-year-old it's going to be three next week, and then a, a little baby. I've got three month, three and a half month old. So being present to what's here and how I react to it, I'm you know pretty much sleep deprived every day. I Have been probably uh. for the last two years. So you know I can go into um, not very healthy sort of reactive states uh. because of just the way my body is functioning. Um, and I, I catch that and I'm also sort of curious of what's been passed down to me from my parent parenting and how I'm almost like passing that on. And I catch myself, you know, going, oh, wow, this is what my dad did to me. And now I'm doing it to my son. Uh, and that's been really interesting. I'm catching that before it, you know, really, uh, do I want to, you know, do what I'm doing? Because it's been done to me—is that the right way? Uh, you know, and so yeah, that's kind
0: of what's in my field at the moment. <laughs> uh, Great, that is worthy work to be curious about. Yeah, how sure. not to mess up your children. Yeah, I mean, I think you're.
1: Ultimately, we're you know we're all trauma. We're all you know this, We're all going to. Tra- everyone's traumatized on some level. Absolutely. When no one's perfect, and it's almost like the level of you know how much do you traumatise them? You know, to what level? And and a lot of like you know anyone. I'm sure so many people who've who've done something amazing or come out of something because they've suffered so deeply or they've been traumatised from it or they've been hurt so much that they've used that as their way through and out into the world. And there's so many stories of that. You know? uh... If you track it back, it it's from some deep traumatic place of suffering and and so I suppose it's almost like how much you know what's the level of how can you help them shape them your, your children in a way that's okay they can you know discern ultimately you know do I go this way or do I go this way you know like what each step that they take you know they're
0: aware of that step as much as they can be I love it. Yeah. That's great. Can you be my daddy? <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> come come
1: on down. <laughs> no, man, two, two's enough. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. That's, that's like, you know, I'm 46. I, I heard this the other day. It was really cool. Like, a woman, you know, in terms of, like, calorific investment, I think they called it. It was almost how much energy a woman needs to bring up a child is around three years if you think about it like nine months gestation and then a couple more years of lactation and feeding Ah. the child where a man needs half a teaspoon (laughs) (laughs) you know if you think about it yeah that's how much i need to give yeah for this child to live half a teaspoon compared to like three years for a woman so you know being a man is is and a father is intense and incredible at the same time.
0: Mm. Yeah, I wanted to actually comment on the, the men's stuff mm. more as well. It's funny because, so I remember you asked me, maybe you you shared with me that, that there was going to be a deep diving men group weekend, you know, a day or whatever, mm. Saturday. And this is three or four years ago now. And... I uh, expressed interest, but I, you know, for a reason, I didn't didn't feel, just didn't feel jazzed by it, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit triggering, really, you know, and you know, I think that's indicative of very much like the male mindset in our society of I can do it on my own and. Mm. Gotta be strong anyway and Man was, up. Yeah, man up and all of that. Yeah, it's it's big. And actually I got involved with the the full moon dance, didn't I? Yeah. The men's full moon dance. And I just found it so powerful. Mm. And I was just thinking, what took me so long, you know, to get involved with doing intentional men stuff Mm. working um, because it is so enabling and so empowering Mm. and it's not something that's the thing is that I found explaining this to others it's not something that can be easily expressed in words Mm. but has to be experienced Amen Yeah So any men out there who yeah even mildly curious about Doing any men's work mm. or dancing with men, mm. you know, it's a totally different thing to everything else. It's very specific, um, and yeah, and you're you're part of that, aren't you? Doing yeah. share, sharing that, yeah. Teach we teach the men's film and
1: dance every month. I collaborate with another. Teacher, we do it alternate, alternate, alternately, and um, we try and do it on the same night as the full moon, uh, or maybe the tip, like depending on the venue if it's available on, on the day after. So we try and get as close to the full moon as possible. And yeah, absolutely, you know, it's been so so profound, um, holding the space and dancing in a space just with men, how that feels, what it what it creates, and what it. Um, allows me to see about me as a man, you know. Mm. And the, I've heard this said so many times: is that like the distract? There's some distraction in the room that that, that goes away when you're yeah. just with men, you know. Whether it's the sexual energies, you know, it's it like when you when there's a space full of women, the sexual energy is is more more um, awake, I suppose, you know. Yeah. Especially when you're dancing, you no, know, like um, uh, dancing you know awakens uh, like the strong feminine energy as well um, yeah and um when that's when there's no women in the room there's something profound that happens that you're allowed to kind of just be there as a man with other men and that creates uh, a particular quality that you don't get to see a lot you know when when do you just hang out with men um you know, in the, in, the, in the day and age we live in now. You know, when are we with our brothers, with our, you know, like, the, uh, you know, just just guys, you know. Uh, it, it happens on, you know, maybe, you know, football games or in the pub, these sort of, up, you know. Stag do. Yeah, stag do's. <laughs> like, places where it's, quote unquote, not so healthy, I suppose. Yeah. You know, so you're just in this healthy place. And yeah, it's been profound. Please, please, um, you know, you find a, find a way of joining a men's group, which I did for about three years, or, or um, coming to a men's dance. It's 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 really beautiful, you know. It's really beautiful, and I'm, I'm I'm I'd love to see that grow. I think it's so needed in our society, you know, especially with this whole Me Too movement that came out a year or two ago, and just the male figures that we have, male if you th- the kind of male role models. But I'm seeing in our society mm, and I'm, I'm I want to you know like find a way of helping you know men and myself to be a strong role model you know an, like an authentic and a good role model mm. for other men and, and and it's kind of the role models that I'm seeing a lot are <laughs> not really the type of man that I want to see my my little boy turn into yeah you know so uh, yeah yeah, thank you for, for showing up, you know, to the men's forum and dance and helping. Uh, it is a beautiful
0: space. Yeah, it's definitely um, something that's brought a lot of more meaning actually mm. for me, um, and got me more curious about other men's work and how that could change society actually. Mm. Yeah it actually could change, it'd be transformational for society. Yeah. For men to come together in a, in a healing kind of transformational space of intention yeah. to connect and to bond. Yeah. And every tribe, you know, has it. Exactly. Every tribe is part of the, the balance and the health of the tribe, that the women go off and be together yeah. perhaps for weeks, you know, and the men the same perhaps yeah. for months the men along, on their own together and the, you know, the coming of age thing for the young men. Rites of passage. Rites of passage. Yeah. Now the boy gets taken by the men mm. and, you know, for months they're off with the men on their own. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, again, I think that this is enough
1: here for another, another conversation, another podcast, but, you know, just, just like, we spoke about this earlier, that the biggest killer of young men, in, in, in our society is suicide you know which is crazy yeah. you know, if you think about it it's like men are willing to take their own life and that's the that's that's what they're doing more of than anything else that's killing them which is crazy and then you know just the amount of amount of porn there is the amount of use of porn yeah. out there the addictions to it um, there's, there's so many sort of things that are happening as men that are not helping us but hindering us they're harming us Mm. that we need to just shed light on yeah and just open up the conversation because it's being hidden away you know it's kept you know (laughs) like in places which is dark and we need just to put more light there absolutely you know and and talk about it just talking about it allows space and just space allows freedom i suppose
0: yeah wise words so so true Mm. bringing the light in Awareness in. Yeah. Shedding the light on those dark shadows,
2: mm.
0: which are not talked about, which are secret. Mm. You know, the space of addictions hidden away. Yeah. Like the alcoholic hiding their bottle, you yeah. know. It's the same, mm. same story. Yeah. That un- unhealed, the unhealed masculine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I'm, so many young men out there that yeah hmm. driven to desperation hmm. yeah and, and well every age i think actually to be quite honest yeah oh dear yeah yeah so bring on the men's work <laughs> and the women's work of course exactly
1: yeah that's been going uh, there's been a women's woman dance in london for over 10 years and i'm sure that will continue as well yeah
0: and they love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Like, yeah. Great. Great stuff. So, um, do you believe in a God? Yeah. Yeah, I do. What does that <laughs> look like for you? Feel like?
1: Um, I mean, you know, like the word God is, is a word, right? And, and, it's so much more than that it's indescribable it's you know it has like this this quality it's this it feels like um yeah whatever word you put on it it it's not that you know so it's really hard to kind of describe it but it's like yeah it's this this source this this place where you know um yeah it's interesting i'm really reflected on articulating it for a while but yeah it's it's almost like this this place where wow um i don't want to call a part of me doesn't want to call it a creator but it's almost like it's it's a source a source of energy Mm. where you know everything is is manifested everything is 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 uh everything dies from that place everything comes from that place um Mm, yeah I, it's i don't know like I, I can i can sense it and i can feel god but I, it's hard to kind of i don't want part of me doesn't want to kind of like talk bring put words to it because mm. then it, then it's kind of like oh it's this yeah but actually it's not it is this and that yeah. Um I, I
0: in defining it you make it so much less than it yeah. is. Yeah.
1: And and you know, I, I something happened to me uh a few years ago where somehow um this this like something lifted away, like something just dropped. And for 2 days I I just you know, I was just totally here and there was nothing else apart from this and like everything was like amazing, like just looking at the sofa and just the shadow and the light. And I could just stare at that and just be like, wow, that is so amazing.
0: I'm looking at the sofa now. And he seeing. I, I would just <laughs>
1: sit outside and just, or just look at, through the window and I was just blown away by the beauty of every single thing. And, and I don't know what that, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could tell you more, but it was almost like this veil of separation, mm. how I describe it now, like, you know, this duality, and, and I saw everything as one. It sounds very cliche, but...
0: No, yeah, I mean, I totally yeah. feel you, I understand that. Yeah. I've had those yeah. same, similar yeah. experiences. Right. And it was just like, that was God
1: there, you know, that, I was God, that was God, this is God, everything is God. And God is this word for just, you know, this, this grace that we have, this breath, and I can talk to you, and I can just be here, and whatever is happening, is happening, you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, you've got a great way of uh, articulating it, actually. Thanks, Jamie. You have passed <laughs> 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 the imaginary test. Yeah. Um made it. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, one question. Do you have any morning rituals? Um, you know, like, yes, yeah, good. good. I've, I've, I've
1: been trying to. The phone thing is really important for me. You know, I, I get woken up by a crying baby at the moment at, like, different times. Mm. Um, and uh, it's difficult to kind of just, like... You know manage a particular thing uh in the morning, but just trying to be off my phone is my current sort of practice mm. to not jump in there um I've been having cold showers recently, mm. quite a lot like doing the whole cold shower thing, yeah um which I've really been enjoying
0: it's, uh, it's different in the summer isn't it yeah compared to yeah the true
1: <laughs> I don't know what your showers like but our shower doesn't I was in Germany recently, and like I was at a friend's flat and like even though it was sunny and it's summer obviously i turned up the car did the cold shower thing and it was freaking freezing Right, wow. i was like really going okay this is really a cold shower <laughs> but at my place or somewhere you know the, the mixer is not it's cold but it's not like whew. yeah so yeah so the cold shower thing I've, I've just been reading more about it and just realizing like you know like the power of just like really activating your body the power of the shower the power of the shower the cold the cold shower yeah i so has been doing that um coffee is is something i've been really getting into just just like buying single you know um uh coffee from like single batch independent growers and learning about that this is actually a, a cherry and we discard the, the actual cherry and we just get the bean and we roast it and okay and 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 learning about different ways of brewing coffee, and you know, using like just just learning about the power of like what coffee is and what it does, and how much to drink, and and then um, yeah, just water, trying to drink more water, um, trying to eat more fruit in the morning. Now I uh-huh. did I did like a, a watermelon thing, watermelon fast for like five days, just ate watermelon for okay. five days, which is quite fun. Especially when it was hot and we had that we heat wave going Yeah.
0: Um, oh, good time. Good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh
1: Yeah. Kind of just yeah, being awake to my day.
0: Yeah. Okay. And Favourite book?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I don't I don't know, like I was saying, talking to you about reading and mm. how I was never given never taught, reading is, a, is something you, you are taught, right? When you're six or yeah. seven, I suppose. And I think the, pe- the teachers I had, well, I didn't, well, it wasn't received in a healthy way. So I never grew up um, having books and my parents reading to me. And, but when I had this kind of moment where I really wanted to learn about, like, what's, you know, what's the purpose of my life? What is God's and, like, why, you know, what's the, what's the point of it all? I, I was literally just reading every single book on on spirit and spirituality i could to grab and i i suppose um the power of now Eckhart Tolle had a mm. profound effect on me I, I read the first time i read it i read the few pa- first few pages when i wasn't in that state and i was like what this is a load of rubbish <laughs> like, i just left it and it's like, a load of rubbish yeah talking, this? it's like hippy dippy shit yeah. right? and like it's just crap, I didn't really get it and then I picked it up like five years later or four years later and I was just like, wow, blown away by every single word that he said and, and, um, autobiography of a yogi uh, by Paramahansa Yogananda. Oh, yeah. Kind of blew me away. Classic. Yeah, spiritual classic. Um,
0: read it if you haven't read it.
1: Yeah, really amazing. Um, and just a lot of his work, it was just all about love and, and kindness and, Mm and and um, what else kind of stuff I don't know yeah I didn't really get into books even now I mean I, I, I veer more towards like podcasts and and um, listening to conversations and um, that's how I learn I suppose is through, mm. through listening
0: more well, an audio yeah yeah and favourite film
1: yeah that's a good question um you know I suppose the classics the you know the star Wars as the um Indiana Jones mm-hmm. stuff growing up um I remember like watching Reservoir Dogs, and that blew me away the first mm-hmm. it was i think it was the first- that was the first Quentin Tarantino movie, Reservoir dogs, with all these different characters you know mister mr pink and mr. yeah and yeah the, clever, that. yeah the, these different scenes where they were like just really what it was really well done and it really drew you i remember seeing that and just being blown away by it more than like pulp fiction um there's a there's a movie i saw not too long ago it was called angela or oh, a, yeah. angel a oh
2: yeah it's
1: a french movie which was like I really loved. It was very beautifully shot and very inspirational. Mm. Um, I think it was Luke Besson. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, what else? Yeah, there was another one I was about to to say. Uh, yeah, stuff. I mean, yeah.
0: What's your podcast favorite podcast? I I've been
1: listening to different ones. I I, I like Rich Roll. You know he, he's a guy. Know. Yeah, he's he's really cool. He, he t- he's he's a ultra marathon um, endurance athlete, but he's a vegan. T- you know, he talks about sort of vegan stuff, and
0: you know. I think I've seen him in, in a, on a conference. Yeah. A conference.
1: Okay, he's really cool. I like I like him. I've been listening to uh, London Real Brian Rose yeah. from day one. So when he first started doing stuff. I listen to um, this guy called Ben Greenfield, fitness guy, which is quite interesting. I haven't heard of him. Yeah, really, really, he was, he was voted the number one fitness trainer in in the world really? like, last year or something. And his podcasts are really good. I've been trying to learn more about CBD recently, oh, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah. the the hemp marijuana. Been taking CBD, just learning about the benefits of CBD, and just learning more about THC and. Mm this incredible plant you know if you think about the latin word sativa is sativa for marijuana Mm. you know it's i mean ayurvedic medicine it's rated as the number one most useful plant you know you can use the seeds you can use the oil you can use the thread you can use and sativa means useful
0: oh yeah of course
1: so it's almost like and, and the benefits of cbd and how it was like you know kept away from the people for many many years and like recently they they signed the 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 farm bill which allows hemp to be made in the u.s where previously it was banned it was illegal that's right but with the cbd not the thc the thc is the psychoactive part the cbd is the health the super health part yeah so he he did this amazing podcast on on c b d and and like just telling you all the different factors of it and like it's actually not you know there's the plant holds these cannabinoids, and we actually have this cannabinoid endocrine system mm. so it's almost like this plant is made to help us it's mm. meant for us it, it attaches itself into this system that we already have and helps heal our body and it's almost like um, it's not just this. There's CBD is one cannabinoid in the plant, which is this health active component. Mm. But there's actually eighty five to a hundred different cannabinoids. So there's CBD, CBN, CBA, CBD plus. There's all these different cannabinoids, and only one. You know that with the research,
0: we sort of homed in on we've one. We've homed in on one CBD, isolated yeah. it
1: from the plant, and we're ingesting it, and and it's helping us for, on different levels. So just, yeah, I'm just, like, at the moment, um, microflora and microbacteria. There's an amazing podcast on Rich Roll um, okay. with this guy called uh, Dr. Raja Deer. He's doing mind-blowing stuff, right, research to do with probiotics and um, taking particular strains of probiotics and bacteria um, and testing them and, and, and using them to help our body like certain strains do certain things for our yeah, body yeah
0: that's right which yeah. is really
1: amazing I'd really recommend that that podcast and then uh yeah this Ben Greenfield podcast on CBD was amazing if you want to learn anything about CBD he really goes into the, the deep into it and then um just listening to I was telling you about Dan Bilzerian oh yeah yeah that was really cool I really enjoyed this guy who's like this that was the London real that interview. was the London real yeah. interview yeah who, it's Just it's worth listening to him. He's a very authentic guy, you know, almost a billionaire, and also like, you know, lives this quite um, like sort of intense life. life. Yeah, Star. exactly. He's, he's like um you know, plays poker with million dollar hands and and has like you know loads of women,
0: hot models. Yeah, exactly. And always in photographs with hot models and um, bikinis.
1: Exactly. And but it's just interesting. <laughs> I like, just go, you know, sort of... like we we it's good marketing yeah I mean and just going back to the fact that us like I was saying earlier on us humans are you know there's so many aspects to us there's that that guy <laughs> and then there's the monk or there's the whatever you know we we, we have so many aspects to us so many sides to us um, and I think that needs to be celebrated and um, yeah it's almost like wow we're so different
0: yeah diverse yeah
1: and the same, at the same time, unless we have blood, we have skin, we yeah. have bones, we have heart, you know, so. Mm.
0: So how can people connect with you? Awesome. And yeah, where are you doing your thing? Thanks, Jody. yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I teach, so in my weekly classes on Tuesdays, seven to nine o'clock in, in it's actually between Kensal Rise, Kensal Green, and Queen's Park, which is kind of West London, Zone 3. It's a drop-in class. You can just show up if you've never done this uh, practice called the Five Rhythms. Just drop in. It's geared towards beginners and experienced. Anyone can do it. Um, I teach also in different places in the UK. In Teaching in Cambridge tonight, in Southampton next week. Um, if you just go to 5rhythms.com, mm-hmm. you can just put in... We'll say find a teacher, put AJ Rajani... You'll see my offerings, men's full moon dance next Wednesday, teaching the five rhythms just for men and boys, and then doing workshop, doing a, a weekend workshop in, on November the 16th and 17th called Ecstatic Spirit, mm-hmm. so I'm really working with breath and movement and, and presence. And, um, Sounds well, good. Yeah, and then teaching in the States this year, doing three workshops in California, uh-huh. in Minnesota and in Massachusetts. So if you're listening over there, then yeah, there are yeah. listeners in the states. And <laughs> come and come and find me. Whereabouts
0: in California?
1: Uh, in Berkeley, yeah, uh, on the 13th, 14th, and 15th of December, doing a weekend workshop. Fabulous. With another teacher.
0: So. Um, and where else? Um, Minneapolis. In in California. Um, you just, didn't you, did you say three? Sorry, classes? yeah, one in California. Oh, okay, okay. One in
1: okay. Uh, Minnesota and one in Massachusetts. Okay, um, so
0: Minneapolis?
1: Minneapolis the, the week after on the 20, 21, 22 December. Um, and then uh, on the um, 9th, 10th and 11th of January, we're doing a workshop in Boston,
0: in Massachusetts. In Boston. Yeah, exactly. Great, I love that city actually.
1: Yeah, I've not been, I've not been. So. Um, uh, I
0: like it. I like
1: that's it. exciting. With another teacher um, and um, a local teacher there, a sweat holder. So, yeah, really exciting. My, my wife is from the US, so just... Oh, is she? My wife is yeah, from Minnesota, yeah. exactly, so I have that connection. Ah.
2: Oh.
1: And then, t- you know, t- teaching in Belgium in a couple of weeks. I taught in Germany last week. Um, these things are opening up in Europe as well, which, right. is, which is fun.
0: ha Just uh-huh.
1: taking it out into the wider circle. Yeah. Wider circles, so, yeah.
0: Fabulous. Yeah. Ah, oh, I didn't I know. know that, actually. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm so out there doing... Going traveling with this, yeah, yeah. I did did something in Greece recently, um, and it sounds to read. I mean, you're a brilliant teacher. I really loved your classes. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So you did something in Greece recently?
1: Yeah, I did something in Greece recently. Um, you know, I do, I do did a workshop in offered a workshop in Berlin recently. Um, there's things kind of brewing in Croatia and just like. Um, just Spain I'm doing a workshop in Barcelona with another teacher in May um, so yeah it all be on firehythms.com find a teacher and you'll you just find my name and you'll see all my offerings on there I see I'm doing really interested in collaborating with other teachers and I'm, and I'm starting to do obviously stuff my, I do my stuff myself but I'm, I'm really interested in collaborating as well. that's yeah. something I really think is important for all of us that we share. You know, we, we do things together.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So important. Yeah. So important. Like this podcast interview. Exactly. And exactly. is there any other ways that people can connect with you online?
1: Facebook, obviously. Yeah. You know, I'm on Facebook. I've got an Instagram. I'm on Instagram as well. You um, see pictures of my, my kids on there as well. It's kind of Five Rhythms with Ajay Rajani um, on Instagram. And I've got Five Rhythms with Ajay Rajani page on Facebook. Um,
0: and you spell your name A-J-A-Y yeah A-J-A-Y first name and second name R-A-J-I-N R-A-J-A-N-I sorry A-N-I exactly R-A-J-A-N-I that's right yeah exactly yeah Um, come
1: come come dance come check it out maybe it's for you maybe it's not come and give it a go
0: yeah you can only know if you try it that's it yeah you're very welcome you'd be very welcome yeah take the risk always yeah awesome alright well fabulous thank, thank you Jody. so much thank AJ you. Um, it's been a lovely interview really enjoyed it thank covered you it a you. lot bless and, you uh, yeah thank you coming, for coming over pleasure thanks Jody. yeah and uh, you know we'll do the next one you know <laughs> <laughs> in a huge studio yeah, exactly <laughs> And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're a listener, don't be a lurker. Be a subscriber. (laughs) Uh, You know, engage and um, get involved. and, And yes, you know, comment and share it on your social media. How about that? That would be amazing. Yeah, share the love. You know, sharing is caring. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes... I do have a little favour to ask, and that is if you could please review and rate the podcast, um, it does help with the algorithm in Apple to show it to more people. I also think you could get a lot out of following me on Instagram, uh, it's Flowing Ninja, that's the username for the account which is for the podcast Flow Ninja and uh, Coaching and Mentoring. And yes, the other thing that you may be interested in is my free downloadable PDF, Top 10 Secrets to Hacking Your Flow, Stepping into Your Power and Thriving at Life. And you can get that at go.floninja.co. That's go.floninja.co. All right, well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. Um, We are now available on Apple Podcasts as well as all other good podcasting platforms. Also, I forgot to mention, another great reason for downloading the PDF is that you get to be on my email list, the Flow Ninja email list, so you get all the latest updates regarding new podcast editions, episodes and uh, YouTube videos I'm putting out there, as well as my news and views on life and everything. So please do subscribe. You may or may not be aware that I also have a YouTube channel for Flow Ninja and you are very welcome to subscribe. And these videos are a bit different to the podcast but equally fascinating. That's just Flow Ninja uh, on YouTube. The link is should be in the description of the podcast. Um, I, it's a fledging channel, so I don't have one of these vanity URLs. Um, so it's just a jumble of uh, letters at <laughs> after youtube.com. The format's a little bit different to the podcast. I'm making videos about my insights into reality, life, uh, human nature, uh, psychology, that kind of thing, and yeah, I invite you to subscribe, uh, like the videos if they resonate and comment your thoughts and feedback. That would be wonderful. So thanks again for listening to this podcast and see you in the next episode. Hey guys, so please support this podcast and my YouTube by donating on Patreon. Every little help, big and small, is a massive support for me to continue making videos and yeah, get the word out there, get my story and my message out there. So I much appreciate any help you can give. The link for my Patreon is in the show notes. So uh, I look forward to um, making more stuff, more content for you. Thank you. And the link is patreon.com forward slash flow ninja. Simple as that. Thank you so much.